Welcome to another edition of your favorite podcast. Indeed, it is Quality Hang. I am Rod Brooks, and as always, I am joined on this podcasting adventure by my homie, yes, the man. king of New Orleans, Louisiana, Boop. Marcus Osborne. What's up, man? Happy New Year. Happy New Year, my dude. I've missed you. Uh, I've missed talking, and I'm ready to get back after a few weeks of holiday. It was a weird holiday for me because uh, I was mostly by myself the entire time. How'd that uh, work for you? Uh, it was it was actually not the end of the world. <laughs> <laughs> well, okay, you're still here, so I guess it worked out fine. You, not the end you, of the world. You made it through the other side. Well, it was, it's just the, like the first time I'd ever spent Thanksgiving by myself. Thanks, thanks. First time I ever spent Christmas by myself. First time I ever spent New Year's Eve by myself. Uh, I've always been like had some kind of family around at the very least, you know. And over the past, you know, decade or so. New Year's Eve, I'm sure you're the same way. I don't really be going out on New Year's Eve like that no, no more. No. So um, usually just have a couple of friends come by and then, you know, we'll do our thing that way. But going out, hanging out with the amateurs, no. I think I said this on uh, uh, the last po- podcast we did, the final podcast of the year, that being an introvert, uh, I was secretly jealous of your alone time. During the holidays. And not that I don't enjoy being yeah. around people over, yeah. over the holidays, because I do. I have I have curated, uh carefully curated uh my uh my people that I hang out with over the holidays. So, you know, I'm 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 cool with being around them. But again, being an introvert, I'm like, oh man, being by myself for the holidays when everybody else feels the overwhelming pressure to be around people that for the most part they don't particularly like. I'm like, Ooh, that seems pretty cool. Oh man. <laughs> hey, at, th- at this age, being around people that you don't like is not the move. Like yeah. if, you, if you're still doing that and you get into middle age, then you need to definitely be seeing some therapists. Cause now, that's you, a, nah, uh-uh. hey, hey, listen, listen, those, those, uh, those of you out there who are adults and you can, you can uh, do with life what you choose. Life's too short to hang around people you don't fucking like. Man, you don't have for to real. do it. You honestly don't have to do it. For real. Yeah, it's family in certain instances. Yeah, work, you got to do what you got to do to make that bread. But if it's not about family or work, you spinning your wheels, wasting time with people you don't want to be hanging around with. So true, dude. Oh, my God. Enough of that is enough. Um, you want to jump into this some stuff? Yeah, man. Let's get into it. We always start with the world of life. What you got, my man? Well, I mean, we, we got into a little bit of it before the show started. Climate change is real, my guy. And uh, people need to start taking real notice as to what's going on. We had a tornado warning in New Orleans. Now, New Orleans gets some hurricanes, but tornadoes is not that thing. And the fact that in the last year, they've had two of them, and they haven't actually hit New Orleans proper, but around some of the New Orleans suburbs, this is insane. And now California has, like, legit flooding. San Francisco, Embarcadero was flooded, apparently. Um, there was a tsunami warning in the Bay Area a few weeks ago. What the fuck? Triple-digit temperatures in the UK. Apparently, it's the hottest the country has ever been. They're not... And, you know, London, they ain't used to sun. Just look at it. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm like, yeah, we started the countdown, baby. We are starting the countdown. I'm just trying to figure out how much time we got left as a species. Because we ain't doing shit about changing anything. Well, no, but I did see something. I mean, you're right. I mean, clearly, you you have to either be not paying attention or you're being willfully ignorant to not uh, know that humans have changed the climate and we have changed the climate and what we are the price we are paying now we are getting extreme weather yep. which is why we are having uh the rains and the floods in california why you're having tornadoes in the winter in the south wild uh, hurricanes <laughs> are getting stronger and uh and much more impactful uh that's all due to climate change and climate change is giving us extreme weather but I did see that <clears throat> you remember the remember the hole in the ozone layer? Yeah. Like you remember back in the day yes. when we were when 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 in junior climate, high when we first started right, seeing it. When yeah. climate change was starting to be talked about, there were two yeah. things. 
climate change, uh, the hole in the ozone layer, and yep. acid rain. Remember acid yeah. rain? Yeah. Everybody was like, yes. "Oh shit! You mean the rain's <laughs> gonna burn your skin? Oh my god!" Yes. We realized that wasn't the case. But they tried to get us, not tried to get us, but acid rain was the first thing. Yep. And nobody talks about that anymore. So I guess it went away. Yay. And the hole in the ozone layer. Yeah. Well, and there I were actual pictures of it. Right. Exactly. I saw that the hole in the ozone layer uh, over Antarctica, yeah, uh, the South Pole, uh, that that hole is actually shrinking. That hole is actually closing. And it should be closed if we keep on this current track. It should be closed within the next 15 to 20 years. Mm. So I say to that, yay, human beings, <laughs> I guess, <laughs> while, 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 I, uh, while I dry out from 18 consecutive days of rain here in Northern California. But no, I mean, you know, all, all jokes aside. Um, extreme weather is here to stay. I'm not as I'm 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 not as pessimistic though about the existence of the human race. I I, I think that we are far too stubborn, and we are far too uh, smart, as strange as that may say, mm. for us to get you know shaken off uh, this uh, this planet as uh, as a species. We're gonna find a way to 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 stay on this planet and to keep procreating you know as we are now past the eight billion person mark here on the planet so that's insane we're, we're just you know we're we're, we're I, I don't think mass extinction is anywhere uh close to us as a populace you know we're not going to go out like the dinosaurs just yet what we are going to continue to do is what human beings have continued to do for God knows how many thousands of years we are going to find a way to adapt. And if the extreme weather, whether it's extreme heat or whether it's extreme rain or whether it's extreme cold or extreme hurricanes or tornadoes, we're going to find a way to live with it because we're the masters at living with the damage we've caused on this planet as human beings. We are not, for whatever reason, smart enough to figure out how we can stop all of the damage we're causing to the planet. You know what I'm saying? Interesting point. Interesting point. Uh, that's an interesting point. We, we will adapt to it and not die from it. That's an interesting point. We do find ways. I mean, and shit, who knows? Maybe biologically, physiologically, we evolved to, oh, you know, what? It's, it's super cold. Uh, super hot outside maybe so hot in africa that people develop skin that absorbs the heat i don't know who, uh, who the fuck knows or maybe maybe we become furry in in alaska who the fuck knows <laughs> i mean listen if, if there's one thing that's been proven throughout human history for the most part human beings are reactive more so than proactive we we with something will happen and we'll go well, we got to fix that. Yeah. Instead of yeah. us getting together and and looking and going, there's a problem on the horizon. Yeah. Maybe we should do something about that. No, I mean we just we we don't get down. <laughs> I, I think um, I think my only concern is that we have to ex. You know how we, if you want to debate something, you have to accept certain things as fact and then mm -hmm. debate yes. the and debate the analysis of those facts. Right, and you have to and and facts. When, when you are debating something with facts, you're debating in good faith. Yes. You're arguing in good faith. And what right. we do not have right now, we do not have enough people arguing in good faith because people like to be willfully ignorant. Exactly. And that is, the, for me, that's the biggest concern. Like, we can agree on the facts. Now, can we agree that there is actually a problem? Yeah. Yeah, because there, 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 there are far too many people, and this is not just a United States thing. This is a worldwide thing. Yeah, there are far too many people that, for whatever reason, whether they actually believe this or whether they're being assholes, there are far too many people that will argue mm -hmm. climate change is not real. There yep. are far too many people worldwide that will argue human beings are not impacting the climate yes. in a negative way. And if yes. you and 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 because we have too many of these people around the world, we can't
be proactive and get started on the problems we need to solve yeah. before we then have to do something extreme like, oh, the planet's too hot. Everybody's got to go inside. Yeah. Or the planet has now been submerged by water. Everybody's <laughs> got to everybody's got to grow gills. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Yeah. Okay, everybody, let's go ahead and evolve some gills. Yep. You know, we we done fucked around and we done melted the polar ice caps. So now, what was not what we're was all once, Aquaman now. Right. Exactly. Right. What was what's not underwater is now underwater. So yeah. since we fucked that off and we yep. can't go back and fix the problem. Why don't we all, as a species, hurry up and, and evolve some gills? Do it. The water's almost <laughs> up to your neck. That's right. Hey, you know what? This is more fun anyway. Uh, <laughs> I what you know one of the things that's really and it's got it seems to get worse and worse every year is anti-intellectualism is just this creeping disaster that's killing any ability for people to have conversations about things about this like things like this this is mm -hmm. stuff that's happening we I, I see people debate scientists and doctors and people who've devoted their lives to this stuff all the time online on tv shows on all these things because they saw they went to youtube university and they saw some fucking weirdo post some shit some weird scientific junk science about how climate change isn't real or how vaccines aren't real i mean this shit has become so pervasive. It's frightening. But but and see, here, here, here's the deal, though. We need to stop being cute with the terminology. Yes. We yes. need to stop calling it anti-intellectualism. We uh, need to start calling it for what it is. You're being a fucking idiot. Yeah. Don't call somebody an anti-intellectualist. <clears throat> call them a fucking idiot. And do you know how dumb is strength? And do you know how dumb you have to be? Yeah. For you as a fucking person who barely graduated high school. Yes. Do you know how dumb you have to be as a fucking C minus high school student yeah. to argue with a fucking doctor? <laughs> the balls on you. I saw on YouTube. I saw this. I saw this article on, on, on uh, the Internet. I'm like, man, get out of here. Get I mean, just, here. just that that's. Get but we get, we, but, but this happens, and, and this is this is not as important. But this happens in my line of work, where you have people who will argue with former professional athletes, specifically football players, about the job that they are actual experts in. Yeah. Because yeah. you, and I'm not saying that you can't talk sports or you don't know sports because if you didn't play professional sports, Lord knows I'm not saying that. Because, yeah. well, I'd be talking shit about myself. But I am <laughs> smart enough to know that when I am sitting next to, to Dante Whitner, or yeah. when, I was, when I was doing a radio show with Rick Barry, one of the greatest basketball players of all time, yeah. hey, man, when, he, when, when they start talking about the sport that they played at a very high level, I needed to shut the fuck up. <laughs> and I needed to let them talk about something that they are experts in 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 uh talking about and playing yeah. and I needed to listen and learn yes. from what they were saying for yes. people to, to, to for people to sit and go, "Ah, well you know, you might have played in the NFL, but you don't understand the game." Like what the fuck are you smoking <laughs> yeah. for people to be like, well, you know, what, what does this doctor know? Or what yeah. does this scientist know? Like motherfucker, you barely passed chemistry in high school. Yeah. What are you talking about? You fucking idiot. And it's always them. It's always the ones who never got educated in anything that talk that talk. I'm like, what are you, what are you talking about? The, the loudest are usually the dumbest. You know, it's interesting that you bring up uh, the, the folks who talk sports and debate the pros and the athletes, the guys who have actually been in. I'm like you. Like, I, I, I mean, being around this stuff for the last 25, almost 30 years. So, you you know, I, I'm sure you're like me. Like, you, you're around a lot of athletes. You gain a lot of knowledge. You walk through locker rooms. Yeah. You study. You play. So, you, 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 there's a level of understanding that you have in a general sense, a super general sense, but you, I'm not going to sit and debate, you know, these guys about blah, blah, blah. I'm not going to debate Rick Barry about shooting. 
right? I'm, I'm just not right. going to debate Bill Walsh, God bless his soul, about the art of designing an offense. Uh, I'm just not going to do that because that's right. stupid. What I prefer to do is I, I try to learn from folks who are pros in their fields, and I listen to their debates. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'll listen to you, you guys. You guys debate it. And then I'll listen to you all, and then I'll make up my own mind based on what you, the things that you guys bring up in your debate. That's how exactly. I prefer to do it. Yeah, because that's called gathering factual. That's called gathering information mm-hmm. based on facts, based on experience, to inform one's opinion. That's yes. called learning. Yes. That's all it is. How yeah. do you learn? Critical thinking. Absolutely. How do you learn? How do you learn how to think critically? Yeah. You gain knowledge and information from people who have done it. Yes. From people who have studied it, whatever you, it may be. And if you had taken your ass to class instead of cutting to go smoke weed, you would have been able to do that. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I wasn't a weed smoker in high school and college but i was a, a world-class class cutter in Ooh. high school and college and i'm yeah. here to say you can go to school uh I, I, let me put it in a different way uh let's let's say you can uh you can miss a few classes but you can still learn shit oh it's sure. possible it's sure. possible, <laughs> but that's just... because you are not actively deciding. I got to do this old bookie shit. I don't have to do this old nerd shit. I'm cool. I'll learn, I'll learn from a school of life, <laughs> which, by the way, there is a lot to be learned from that as well. But it's just not about any type of sort of science and political. None of that stuff. You ain't gonna learn that shit. You're gonna learn how to survive. If there's one thing, though, we uh, we hope we can get people to start doing uh stop calling dumb people anti-intellectuals start calling them fucking idiots start shaming <laughs> these people all right because the, these people are, are are under the impression that either uh that they are not going to be shamed and it is only emboldening emboldening i 100 I, I like don't Stop platforming people stop trying to both sides stuff because each side is not worth listening to I, I think we're too far gone though i think it's it's too easy with social media and with technology i think it's too easy for dumb people to have their dumb dumb thoughts uh disseminated to the world at large that horse is already out of the barn so be, because i think they can i can I, honestly i'm gonna be honest with you i think I, as a matter of fact i know that this could that that type of bullshit on the internet and on social media can be dealt with simply by changing algorithms and throttling down. Well, yeah, 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 yeah. But but again, now you now you're getting into getting people, you, you know, like the space boy that is running Twitter into the ground, yeah. and, and <laughs> the Chinese government that's that's spying on us with TikTok. That's now trying to get bad faith actors, and I believe they are bad faith actors. That's oh, trying boy. to get them to change their product for the better. They're mm-hmm. not going to do that. So that's why I'm saying I, I just I, I think you're not going to put that toothpaste back in the tube. The ability for stupid people to use social media to say <laughs> and and have their stupid thoughts amplified, that's here. And I think for the time being, it's here to stay. But what we need to do is we need to shit on them on their platforms yes. as they continue to talk that yeah. dumb stuff. If yeah. you want to say something dumb, and that goes for us too. <laughs> yeah. You, we want to say something dumb, yeah. then you are able to clap back at us and say, you're a fucking idiot. Yeah. We we it's, if somebody want to have a YouTube channel where they're talking all sorts of crazy stuff, <laughs> then you need to go to their YouTube channel and you need to blast them in the comments. We need to start shaming people. Yeah. No for anonymous, being willfully stupid. No anonymous anything. No anonymous comments. Everybody, you na- you need to put your name on it. Put so your name on it, baby. Are. Put your name on it. Stand on it. Ten yep. toes down. All yep. right. But yep. but but also. If you gonna shit on people for being stupid, you gotta give them credit when they're right. Yeah, sure. Ain't wrong with that. It, sure. it to me, it really is that easy. Sure, it really is that easy. Sure. Um, I gotta talk about sports. Obviously, this the the NFL season is winding down. We're about in the middle of the NBA season, and I'm just nonplussed by all of it. 
I I just I feel like now was that just the Raider fan in you talking? No, I, but I, I told you, I told you, I've been feeling this way about the NFL for a while, um, and this year with basketball as well and baseball too, to a certain extent, I just feel like the leagues have just become not, and I'm not saying they're not entertaining because they're still entertaining, but it's just, I just don't think they're as good. Is that me being an old guy? Or is that me looking at things going, yeah, there's a lot of talent, but it's just not. I don't see teams that are, and maybe that's because I just like that. I don't see teams that are dominating the fuck out of things that everybody's shooting for. Like, I watch the NFL. I'm like, any of these guys can win this. And listen, to a certain degree, many people love that. I know that the people in those specific cities love the idea that they think that their team is going to win. Or has a shot, a legitimate shot at winning, but this is the first time where I think they're all right. <laughs> like in years past, everybody would go, "Well, everybody such and such has a shot." I'm like, "Nah, not nah, not nah, they don't." It's these three teams, and that's it. I feel like NFL, it, eight teams could probably win the, the title. No, abs- uh, no, absolutely, not. eight teams. Nope. Okay, other than Kansas City, the Niners. The Eagles, the Bills, and the Bengals. I'll give you five. Name me the three of the teams. <laughs> I feel like Dallas could get on the streak. You, you are high. I, I no. just think that they can. No. I think that they can. And there's a reason for it. And the reason is because those other teams that you mentioned, those teams aren't world beaters. The, the Cowboys are a wild card team. They are starting in Tampa. Yeah. A game that they could lose, a game that they could win. Exactly. They would would then have to go to Philly, beat the Eagles, then either to to the Niners or to the uh, Minnesota Vikings. They're they're not beating the Niners. I promise you that. They are not not going to walk into Levi's and beat the number one defense in the league. I don't think they're going to Philly and beating that team – that is really good on both sides of the ball. Yeah, Absolutely but I think that you, you're really not. you're really sold on the Niners. I'm not sold on it. You I mean the number it. one defense in the league, and it's been that way all year long? Yeah, yes, but I'm but, sold on it. Yeah, but I watch these dudes. I'm like, okay, they're really good, but this is not like some unbeatable like dog all time great dog. like thing. Dog. It's just not. They've got the defensive player of the year, a guy with 18 and a half sacks. They lead the league in in interceptions. They lead the league in turnover differential. They lead the league in point differential. They got Christian McCaffrey. They won ten games in a row. They got an All Pro at left tackle. They got all they got an All Pro at middle linebacker. They got an All soon to be All Pro at uh, at cornerback and Ward. What are you talking about? I think all those things sound great. But because the, they're facts, we just talked about I, facts. I, I'll, I'll, but let me finish my start. I think all those things sound great, but when I watch them actually play, I'm like, who are they beating? Everybody, ten teams who? in a row, to be specific. I, I, this, but this is my point, Rod. This is my entire point. Like I watch all these teams, and I'm like, okay, they won, they beat this team, but. Who the fuck was that team? That team was a nobody. And like, I don't see any teams that stand out to me. Like in years past, I could go, oh wow, look at those guys. Holy shit. Like, it's gonna be a tough time beating those guys. I look at these teams, the NFL, I'm like, I feel like none of these teams are great. I think even the teams at the top, they're really good, but these are all throwaway squads. Like, I don't the, see the Kansas City Chiefs are a throwaway squad yeah, in your I, mind? Yeah, I don't see them as being great. I just don't. I watch these dudes I'm like, okay, they're, they, I love Patrick Mahomes. I, they score a lot. Like, there's nothing that stands out that's going, oh, man. All Woo! they do is either go to the Super Bowl or the AFC Championship game. And they've done that but now this, for a presidential but this goes cycle. Back to my, this goes to back, back to my larger point of these leagues as a whole. And we're, we're talking about football, but I mean, the leagues as a whole have they just feel really mediocre. They feel mediocre. I watch the NBA and I'm like, a lot of great talent. A lot of great talent. These teams, none of these teams stand out. 
I mean, <laughs> I watch I watch Major League Baseball. A lot of good talent. Well, there's your problem. A lot of well, I mean, I, I do. I, I, I these are the things that I, the sports that I love. I watch them. I'm like, wow, a lot of great talent. But I'm like, mm, uh, who, who, I don't. None of these guys. None of these teams in any of these leagues stand out to me as going. Boy, we're gonna be talking about this this team for for a while. Well, I mean, or that... or even or even ooh. This team right here, I don't think anybody's got a shot at these guys. Like well, I, just, I, I don't feel that way. Again, I don't see I, anything. I, I think it's a discussion, and it's 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 multi layered and it's nuanced. Yeah. For, yes, the leagues because parity is a money maker. It 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 gives yep. fan bases. And the NFL is is the number one example of this. Mm-hmm. It gives fan bases around the country. Parody, it gives them a thought that, hey, my team could win it. And it's really false hope because even if you have in the NBA where half the teams make the playoffs, even in in Major League Baseball where you now have 10, and I think it's going to be soon to be 12 teams out of the 30 make the playoffs. And then the NFL where 16 out of the 32 have hockey, the same thing. Right. It's, it's that, that perception of, if my team gets into the tournament, if my team gets into the playoffs, they have a chance to win. That that's false hope that these leagues have sold because, and and it's the same thing in the NCAA tournament too. Yeah. We're like, oh my team, my team can be a Cinderella run through. No, yeah. because when it gets down to it, once you get past the lower rounds, once you get past the first couple of rounds of the NCAA tournament, once you get past the wild card round in football, once you get past the first two rounds of the NBA playoffs. What you eventually find out is that the top teams, and there are usually four to five teams in all the leagues, uh, baseball maybe three to four, but you have a handful of teams that out of all of that, out of half the teams in in the the leagues of these respective sports making the playoffs, the chalk, the best, usually end up playing for conference championships, league championships – or the overall uh, championship of the sport. So, yes, there is, there is manufactured parity, and that parity has been manufactured due to the expanding of playoffs, as we've seen in the NFL this yeah. year, mm-hmm. in Major League Baseball over the past few years. You get parity in that regard, and also free agency, which is a fairly new thing in sports when you think about it, especially yep. in the NFL. Free agency as we know it is less than 30 years old. But because you have so much player movement, now to, now to talk specifically about the NFL, because you have so much player movement due to free agency and also the NFL draft, where if you do it correctly, you can restock with younger, cheaper players fairly quickly. Because you have that, you do have – you do have more turnover now than you did definitely in the 70s, the 80s, yep. and to a certain extent, the 90s, yep. when we grew up watching football. So I say all that to say that it is almost a different sport now. The NFL, speaking of it specifically, it's yeah. almost a different sport now oh, it is. It than is. it was in the 90s. It is definitely a different sport than what it was in the 70s and the 80s. So I say all that to say this. Shit's changed. You don't have... You're 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 not gonna have the '90s Cowboys and the and the 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 '70s Steelers and the '80s Niners anymore because of expanded playoffs, because of free agency, because of the salary cap that forces you, because you only have so much money to pay your players over the course of a calendar year. Yeah. You it forces you to turn over your roster. And with change comes a certain amount of instability. You know, it's it's almost like you're 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 churning the waters, if you will. So I you know, more than likely the New England Patriots of of Tom Brady and Bill Belichick, you know, over the the early two thousands as we where we are right now, that's probably going to be your last dynastic team. Yep. So shit now is just different. What you do have in the NFL and especially in the NBA and to a certain extent uh, in Major League Baseball, it is about individual players. 100%. And it it is about 
superstars. And, yep. it, and, and in the NFL, to get back to that uh, in particular, it's always, always going to be the quarterback. You might have a couple of wide receivers sprinkled in there. You might have an edge rusher or two sprinkled in there. But for the most part, that marquee star player that gets all the money, most of the money, and gets most of the attention is going to be the quarterback. So what teams are now doing, and you see this with Kansas City, when you get yourself a generational quarterback, man, it's like a pretty girl. Yep. You get in early, you lock it down, <laughs> you make sure that nobody else can get it because that bad boy is absolute gold in the NFL. So it's just different. I, I don't I don't I don't necessarily pine for the old days of a dominant team. It's just what it was. What I like now, I like seeing these great players on these teams. And I like to see how far these great players can go with the collection of talent that's been built around them. Yeah, I think that I, I, I think that that is the smart way to go from uh, from a commerce standpoint. I mean, it clearly saved the NBA. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I don't think the NFL needs to do that. I don't think uh, major. Well, maybe maybe Major League Baseball needs to do that. They absolutely they, need to. Do they it. need to do something because they. Uh, <laughs> But the, I think the difference between the NFL and from all the other sports has always been the brand was the team. And the NFL has so many brand teams, unlike the NBA, unlike the NHL, uh, un, unlike Major League Baseball. It, the NFL has so many, like, brands. You got your Niners, you got your Cowboys, you got your Raiders, you got your Bears. Even like even shitty teams are like legitimate worldwide brands. So they don't really need to focus on the individual quote unquote player because they're always going to be valuable. The NBA, they've got to have these sort of big name towns or else they can't survive because those teams aren't the brands. Unless you're the Lakers or the Celtics, no one gives a fuck about you. And the Major League Baseball, kind of the same thing. Yankees, Red Sox, Cardinals. There aren't a lot of brand teams in the in Major League Baseball. The Dodgers, Cubs, you throw them in there. Yeah, yeah, Dodgers, Cubs. Those are like the brands. But after that, no one gives a fuck. Braves and, to a lesser extent. I think you have to be generous and throw the Giants in there. If you want to be generous, yeah, but, but I don't think they're, they're not on the level as those other teams. So that's so that's that's okay. nine, eight or nine of thirty. Your point right. is proven. I mean, you just you if you don't, and that's why I say some of these. Like, I don't think the NFL needs to focus on the individual players. I think in the NFL, it just is something that's organic. If you are the quarterback of the Dallas Cowboys. You don't have to do shit else. Right? If you're the quarterback of the San Francisco 49ers, there's going to be a spotlight. If you're the quarterback for the Raiders or the Bears or the Pittsburgh Steelers, there's going to be a focus on you. Because those teams are brand. but, But the NFL is saying it doesn't hurt. We already have the brand identity and association. Yeah. So now let's market the players too. See, I, I think it's smart. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think because then, and that's that's the thing that Major League Baseball has has fallen behind on is that Major League Baseball got caught up in the well, it's the it's the team, the team, the team, and it's the the local affinity and association yeah. uh, uh, with the team that's going to carry. And they stopped marketing the players, or they never did market the players. And that that uh, that very negative and antagonistic relationship between the owners and the players has hurt the sport yep. because the owners don't want to market the players because they know they got to play them, pay them more money. And the players don't want to necessarily market themselves for the owners because they know they're not going to see any of the money that's generated yep. from marketing themselves uh, to benefit, you know, the teams slash owners yep. that uh, that they work for. So the NFL, in its wisdom, and I, I guess that wisdom is basically looking at baseball and going, what a shit show. We don't want to be like them. <laughs> yep. so when they go, hey, listen, you know, we know we got this real good thing. How about we make it gooder? And then, you know, all, and, and what do we have now? 
the, 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 the numbers have come out in terms of people viewing the NFL. The NFL is as strong as it has ever been on its number one platform. It's the king. And, and that's television. It's the king. One, 100 of the top rated television shows out of 120, I believe the number was, 100 of them were football games. Yeah. I'm not talking playoff games. I'm not talking Super Bowls. No. Regular ass run-of-the-mill Sunday afternoon in October football games where you're getting 18 million people to watch shit like the Buccaneers and the the Packers, like I said, in September and October. Dude, let me tell you something. You could get, uh, you could get, who's super, super bad. You could get the Raiders. Well, that's probably not as good an example. Uh, What's a really low Jacksonville Jaguars versus the Tampa Bay Buccaneers on the same day as game seven of the NBA finals and people watching that football game. Hey, well, no, look back at the numbers on Christmas Day. Christmas Day has been for years the NBA showcase day. Yeah, yeah. The, 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 so there were three football games. Yeah. You had uh, Arizona and somebody at night. I forgot who it was. The first game was Green Bay and Miami. That was yep. a good competitive game. And I forget what the middle game was. The last two games uh, were, were not very competitive. Was was it Dallas? <sighs> I forget. I, I forget. But my point is, is that you could have added up the total audience of all of the NBA games and it didn't equal two yep. of the three NFL games. Yep. You Again, I believe there were six NBA games on Christmas yep. Day. That's right. Add the number of people who watched all six of those NBA games, put them together, it definitely didn't beat the first game, the Packers and the Dolphins, and I don't believe it beat the second game. Yeah, either. No. There's there's no beating the NFL. Like none, none. none. You, you you can't touch the NFL. <laughs> Which, uh, you know, and to, truth be told, I feel, and we can just we can kind of segue into this. Um, um, my guy who the safety for the Bills who was Lamar Hamlin, yeah, Lamar Hamlin who was almost murdered, who was almost killed in the in the game. Oddly enough, I'm actually kind of surprised it hasn't happened before. Uh, but the fact that this dude lived through that, and people were shaking their wagging their fingers at the NFL about safety, et cetera, et cetera. I'm like, this shit. Nobody give a fuck about safety in the NFL. They don't care. The NFL was ready to go back and play that game that night. They were ready, and they wanted to. And the team was like, "No, what are you? What are you saying?" I, I, it's, and I, and I bring this this issue up because the concussion stuff in the NFL really kind of put me off for about five years. I went five years where I didn't finish watching a, 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 full, a full game. I just, I was watching these dudes. I'm like, God, I just, oof, I don't know. And for whatever reason, my addiction kicked back in and I'm back and I'm back to watching again. Um, I just think, I, I wonder what the long-term effect of football safety is going to be on the participation in the sport. And I saw, I mentioned this because I saw folks talking about it last week. Um, after uh, Hamlin was hurt, and they talked about how there are fewer and fewer people participating in football on those in the in the college and high school and junior high school level. Mm-hmm. And, and here's the interesting thing. Now, listen, it's again. This is that you you still got a, a it's still a, a chasm between people playing football and then the next sport. I think it was soccer was after after football it was football and soccer and then some other shit and the thing what was interesting to me was the last 30 years kids participation in football has dropped and continues to go down every single year while soccer keeps rising every single year now the participation in football was double that of soccer but it just goes to show that maybe maybe there is a corroding effect 
people this the safety stuff has on people participating in that sport what do you think it's it's definitely an issue and i know it's an issue that the nfl is monitoring and it's an issue that they're concerned about um let's keep it funky though (laughs) the people who are saying that their kids ain't gonna play football the overwhelming majority of them are white overwhelming how many white kids, how many white people do you see on the football field compared to black people? Oh, I mean, it's, it's, it's like 70% black? College football. Yeah. How many, how many, white, yeah. How many white boys do you see on the field compared to, compared to brothers? My point is this, is that, yes, you are going to have some black parents to go, my kid's not playing football, it's too dangerous. But for the most part, we all in on the football, man. We all in. Oh. It, it is it is a part of our culture and it is seen as um it it is seen as a a, a way out of yeah. a, whatever situation you are in if that situation is not not desirous to you at uh, at the time it is seen it it has p- football just like basketball um just like hip hop yeah, has a position of prominence in the Black American community. Yeah, and as long as football is seen as something that can better one's life, that is going to trump the oh, this could be bad for my health. Because again, let's keep it funky. Just being black can be bad for your health. You don't have to play football. For it to be bad for your health, you dig what I'm saying? Yes. When so, 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 black people are looking at it as, yeah, football is dangerous, but life is dangerous. So, if this, if if this can be something that betters me and my family, or this could be something that brings me uh, the 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 joy and and fulfillment that I want for me personally, then I'm going to play concussions be damned yeah i think that uh, i mean we just charles johnson who killed himself uh, we just found out he cte another guy oh yeah uh, yeah yeah, yeah. it's it, it's 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 definitely something that needs to be paid attention to now here's what i think and i agree with you and i've thought about this i agree that it's not going to and I, you almost sound just like me brother's still gonna play ball absolutely um i think though what's going to eventually occur is that it is going to be, in terms of finding talent, it's going to become, and it pretty much is now, but even more so, a regional place where you get your talent. Like it is now, from the South. Exactly. That's what, yeah. exactly what I'm saying. And I think that that's going to shrink. So, okay, sure. And so like, I think that the South will continue to be the hotbed. But the other hotbed that people don't talk about is California. And football and baseball california and the south for whatever reason comes from there um i just think that california is probably going to take a big hit in terms of of and if i think it's going to be a super regional in terms of getting to calling talent it's going to be almost primarily from the south now here's what i think should happen all your best talent is coming from the south anyway Pretty and, much. And, and and all of the really, really good football players, speaking of college football, all the really good college football players, they end up migrating to the SEC schools anyway. Yeah. That's what I'm that's what I'm saying. But they're coming from Cali. But here's what I would like to see happen. But that number is shrinking. Yes, you're right. I, I would love to see that I would love to see the NFL, the players union, get stronger and get committed to taking care of these players because it really does bother me on a human level. It says a brother, like the NBA players association, they're fairly strong and nope, nothing as strong as the major baseball players association. The NFL is soft as fuck. And if these cats, and that's what's so funny, Rod, these guys would actually have the most power to control what goes on that sport if they decided to. Because I can tell you what, 
even if they tried to get the scabs to play again, they motherfuckers won't. don't want no, no one wants to see that happen. shit. That's not no, gonna happen. If these NFL players actually got strong and said, you know what, we making full scale changes. You want to keep the salary cap, then you're gonna have to give up some more money, homie. Well, it, you got yeah, to give I, up money, and you're gonna have to give up much better health care and yes. much better long term benefits. And you know what, the pension, it's we got to get that pension after three, four years. You you would hope that Demar Hamlin almost dying in front of the entire country, uh, you you would hope that that, that does not that 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 does not happen in vain. Yeah. And I would hope that when the time comes, the Players Association, they can look and go, there before the grace of God go I. That could have been me down there. Yep. And, and you know, the Bills and the NFL, they were basically publicly shamed into paying DeMar Hamlin the rest of his salary. You know, that guy only had a four-year, $3.5 million contract. Yeah. yeah. Not yeah. not $3.5 million a year. Yes. $3.5 million over four years. That's good money. But that is nothing compared to how much money others make and yep. how much money the league makes overall. So I would hope that the Players Association, yes, they do come together. They do band together and say that it might be rough for us. But if we are willing to take a stand and we yep. are willing to not play games for however long it takes, we can force some meaningful change like these guys getting guaranteed contracts because that's, NFL players dude, that don't have the, that. That's something be number one absolutely. thing. My but contract is guaranteed. Period. Something something that I have been speaking on for years. Yeah. And this could solve the NFL's problem of making sure our talent pool is plentiful. Yeah. Is that you play a certain amount of years, however, however the, the league and the player association, however they collectively bargain this, you play a certain number of years, let's say five. Yeah. You are guaranteed health care. Yep. For the rest of your life. Rest of your days. You, I, I promise you, I Period. promise you, there will be more than enough people, black and white, yep. who will look at that deal and go, I am risking CTE yes. to play this game, but if I know I can get quality medical care for the rest of my life yep. after playing five years, yep. risking and possibly contracting CTE is worth it because yes. I know I am going to be cared for medically on the back end. If yes. you if you do that, if the if the owners do that, that one hundred percent in my mind solves their dwindling talent pool problem yep the, make those contracts guaranteed give me lifetime health care and listen I, people say well you know you can't compare the nba and major league baseball to football because they have so many players yeah you can motherfucker because these dudes this is a multi-billion dollar bees multi-billion dollar industry they can definitely afford it of course they can fucking afford it they can definitely afford it Pay these dudes. Take care of these dudes. Stop acting like you don't have the money. You got the money. Don't yeah, tell I'm, me you don't got the money when you just guaranteed Deshaun Watson $300 million. Don't give me this shit, dude. You you have teams that are selling for billions of dollars. Yes. And you have more billionaire owners in the NFL. Yep. You have more now than you have ever had in the history of the league. And you know what? You're only going to get more that's right the nfl somewhat slowly but it is transitioning away from family ownership like the hallises owning the bears the like roonies maras york's owning the the niners you mentioned the roonies they own the steelers the maras own the, the <clears throat> giants you're transitioning out of that to david tepper billionaire yep. owning uh the carolina panthers the walmart money yeah, the Waltons—they yeah. just bought the Denver Broncos for however many billions of dollars. Yeah. I believe they're the richest owners. Stan Kroenke, who has owned the Rams for however many yes. years, he's part of that Walmart uh, cabal. He's got billions of dollars. You have literal billionaires—not not not people who have who became billionaires yeah. because they own football teams. Yeah. You have people who made billions outside of football yep. now bringing those billions into the NFL. Oh right. They, they got the scratch. Right. I'm going to take it a step further because I've been telling folks this for the last seven, eight years. Like at, at some point, 
being a billionaire won't be enough. You have to you you have to be an Apple. You have to be a, a Coca-Cola. You have to be a corporation in order to own an NFL franchise. Yeah, but see now here, but here's where that that the NFL ain't gonna let that happen. See, with the, with the NFL, they're all about one owner, one vote, because the because their thing is it's hard enough to get thirty two rich assholes to agree on anything. Oh, but what they'll they'll just if, they'll have a CEO of each no, no, team, and I, that'll I, be their voter. No, I'm telling you, they'll never do that. They because what they what they don't want, they don't want the Packers situation, where there is no central owner. The Packers are owned by the the the, the city of Green Bay. Now you have decision makers, you have executives, yep. but there is no owner. The NFL absolutely hates that, which is why you don't have any more Green Bay Packers situations. Which is why you don't have the city of Houston being the owners of the Houston Texans, which is why the NFL is more than happy for these families like the Yorks, like the Rooneys, like the Hallises. They are ready for like uh, the, the Bolin family who used to own the Broncos. Yes. Pat Bolin died. Yes. And they sold it to the rich Walmart guy. Yeah. They are ready for these families to go because these families make it difficult too. Now you do have the one figurehead like, uh, whichever Rooney is still alive, whichever Mara is still yeah. alive for you know, the, the, uh, ben, the, the Benson's who own the Saints. But 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 okay now, but see that's a perfect example. Uh, Tom Benson died a couple of years ago. Yep. His wife Gail owns the team. Yep. Tom Benson's kids from his first marriage are like, what the fuck is this? How come the evil stepmother owns the football team that that my daddy owned? So there's a fight with that. The NFL they don't want that shit. Mm-mm. They want they want these billionaires to come in the one dude with the fat pockets. They want him to or, or woman, if the case may be, or, or a person. big ownership group. But but now you, you keep saying no no no. You can have people come along, but ultimately it's one dude, one person, who's got who's 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 the who's the guy. You can have other people chip in, but they're basically just buying luxury boxes. They're basically just buying access. It's one one owner, one vote. That's what the NFL wants. Them bring, them bringing in, them bringing in Amazon to say, "Hey, you guys want to own a team?" They shit themselves <laughs> if all of a sudden Jeff Bezos showed up. Jeff Bezos like, will show up and say, "I want to buy a team." You know, Jeff Bezos would show up and say, "I want to buy the NFL." They that's don't want crazy. that. That's, that's that's insane. Now I, that would never. That's, although that's, that scares Jerry Jones to death. I, I will like when it comes to money and the idea of making a boatload of money. I will never, ever, ever believe that something like that is not possible. I'm, I'm dog. I'm telling you. I, I think money will always trump control and power. I'm, t- I, 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 bro. I know I've I've had these conversations with people. I'm telling you. Oh, I believe what, it. I what believe they, it. I'm what just they saying do that it... not want is someone. Do you know how it scares some of these owners? Do you know how it scares the shit out of Mark Davis to know that even before these billionaires came in, he was the brokest owner out of the 32 NFL teams. You got a guy come in with that Walmart money. Who's in your same division? Who cares if Vegas gave you $750 million and you got a cool stadium uh, uh, that's basically right next to the strip? You still a broke boy. Yeah. He com- broke. <laughs> compared no, to David Tepper. Don't even get me started on the whole Mark Davis thing. I mean, you want to talk about like the, the, the idiocy of that. I still don't get it. And it, really, the only reason he made the move was because they were giving him money. Because I would never. If had I been the, the owner of the Raiders and for multiple reasons, Vegas, if I was moving, Vegas would not have been the place. And I, I think that like watching watching Raider games where you see one week is like a wash in a red crimson from the 49ers, and then the week before that it was who it was like the the Steelers or somebody. Like if you watch that team play home games, and every week they it's the away squad that takes over that, that that stadium it's insane like dude what did you think was going to happen what did you think was going to happen well it's, it's first off i find it to be fucking hilarious just oh, like it's... i find it to be fucking hilarious that the teams go over and take over the rams stadium or when the Chargers are playing all oh, the charge down is so fine oh. what well, happens to, it happens to the rams too 
but it definitely happens to the Chargers. I find it fucking hilarious. But to, to get back to, to Mark Davis, that dude don't critically think. But oh. also, Vegas gave him $750 million. I'm saying bye to Oakland, too. But I don't care if it's Vegas. You give me $750 million, I'll put a fucking stadium in the middle of Beijing, China. It's, yeah, but it's, the it's, problem he, the problem with that thinking though is that he it's not smart it's not a smart long term play. Of course not. It's not a smart long. That's what I'm like. Okay, we take but, this now, but, but what do we get for it? But what, here's the but here's the, but here's the thing. Mark Davis, as the brokest NFL owner, didn't have the money to think about the long term. He had to take the short term cash. And that short-term cash happened to be $750 million in free money, money, courtesy of the great state of Nevada. So he listen, you can only think long-term if you have the means to think long-term. You know what I mean? So you, you, you can't be like, well, you know what, man, I'm, I, I got to consider the future. If the future ain't promised to you or you too broke to pay for the future, you going to take a really good deal or any deal especially if it's a really good one, like $750 million in free money, you're going to take that. And then you'll, you'll, you'll worry about the future later. But for I him, think that Mark the Davis present be, was the most important thing. Mark Davis is going to be out of the league. Uh, he played himself because that money is, is gone. And he still can't, he still can't afford to sign players. He still can't. I mean, none of his problems are, are gone. You're right. You're right. all the same problem. Everything you're saying is right. My point is, is that he didn't have the money. He didn't have the bread to think about the future because his present was broke as fuck. (laughs) And And, when you, when you broke as fuck, the only thing you care about is how am I not going to be broke as fuck? Right. He had no, he had no one to blame for himself. I don't feel sorry for any broke NFL franchise. I I hear you not because if if you own, if, if you own a team, in the NFL, sorry, you have no business being broke because once you own one of those squads, the world is yours. And if you don't know how to make money with that team, then that is a you problem. The fact that you own the Oakland Raiders and you're in the middle of fucking Silicon Valley. I mean, what are you what are you doing? Listen, everything you're saying is right. And here's the example that shows you that everything you're saying is right. The Golden State Warriors. Yeah. The Golden State Warriors went from a literal laughing stock. Yeah. So for four hundred and fifty million dollars and the Warriors now are the second most valuable franchise yes. in the country. Yes. Only a few million dollars behind the Cowboys. Yes. The it's Golden, insane, right? If if the Golden State Warriors can do it, <laughs> the Oakland Raiders should have been able to do it. That's but here's right. the deal. Joe Lacob is a very smart person. Peter yeah. Cooper is a, a very smart person. Those guys, they think about the future. Yep. You know why? Because they got the bread to think about the future. Peter they also Goopers, had a plan, right? I, I understand that, but you can, but they could afford to have a plan because they had the money. Here's the thing: Mark Davis couldn't afford to; he was too broke to have a plan. Is my point? Is that yes, he's ridiculous, he's incompetent, he's a buffoon. But your circumstances dictate how you move. And his circumstances, because and circumstances that he got himself in, and his old man Al didn't do him any favors either. But his circumstances that he got himself into, and other factors that he couldn't control, like the uh, uh, citizens here in California going, "Now we're not giving up money for free. We're not giving you money for stadiums anymore. We're done with that shit." Like there's nothing he could do about that. You know, the 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 the, the landscape changed uh, under his feet or in front of his eyes, I should say. And Davis was stuck there like, oh, now what do I do? And then Vegas comes along. They found themselves a sucker being suckers themselves and go, here, take this money. Won't you come bring your team uh, to uh, to Vegas? But again, he his situation dictated he had to go for the quick, easy buck. The, the, the Warriors, on the other hand, because they were sold to guys who had money and with that money, they were able to craft a plan. That's how you get what you get. But I think my point still stands. If you have the foresight and you have the money, you can go from a laughing stock like the Warriors to one of the crown jewels in American sports right now. 
Well, and here here's the proof in what you're saying in terms of foresight is uh, Mark Davis has owned that team for 10 years. Actually, more than 10 years now. And there was no planning. There was no there was there was there was no plan to make the money with that team that you you have a worldwide brand and worldwide NFL brand and you can't figure out how yeah. to make money are yeah, you he's fucking insane right he he thought well we're the Raiders Oakland's gonna keep us they gonna give us what we want and he thought wrong and it, because he couldn't maneuver off of that he was stuck yeah. Yeah, and the, the problem is though is even with all these teams, even if the city gives you what you want, that's not where you you you're making your money somewhere else. No, you're right. You're 100 correct. You're, you're making your money. Well, I would love to have a professional sports franchise in the Bay Area. It would cost me some money, but guess what? I can make a shitload more. Yep. Just by being here. Uh, before we close, I got to touch on. Uh, <laughs> I think it's one of the funniest things ever. This kid, George Santos who was voted into Congress uh, uh, during the midterms. Turns out this motherfucker is a complete and total fraud. I don't even know if his real name is George Santos. <laughs> I'm not bullshitting. I don't think that's his real name. <laughs> uh, and I'm like, this is great. What fucking morons. What buffoons. Like, I'm not even mad at this dude. He played these cats. That's why I can't be afraid of these Republican he goons. He played the fuck out of these cats. They're oh. not very smart. Oh and and it, that was that was also proven by the uh the 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 pure uncut comedy of Kevin <laughs> McCarthy trying to become speaker of the house. God like, damn. These people are so I get that they're dangerous. But I'm supposed to be afraid of these morons? Oh my like, god. No, nah, man. I mean they, these these folks would fall for the I got your nose trick. They're so stupid. I'm, I can't be afraid of that. Oh, my God. Well, we're lucky right now in that they can pass all the bills they want. But obviously, you've got the Senate and you've got the presidency. So none of the shit that they want to do is going to ever pass. It's all it's all for show right now. The real concern is if they continue to hold on to the House and they win the Senate back in two years, well, then you've got some problems. Yeah, yeah. Then it won't be as funny. Yeah, then you got again, some fucking problems. Again, that's what I'm saying. It's I, I, I understand. It's, it's comical because they can't do anything. Yeah, it's so. I mean, a ride. I am watching. This is like a slow moving train wreck. The people that they continue to elect. By the way, again, I don't blame these people who are actually winning these elections. I blame the stupidity of our national electorate because we clearly have some dumb people voting. And I hate to say it that way, but boy, there are some dumb motherfuckers voting. And the fact that you vote for people who literally, literally do nothing for you at all, do nothing that benefits you at all, but they manage to pull the okie doke on you because they, they do this thing where they start all these culture wars and they get you mad at the gays and the trans people. Mm. And on the other end, they're taking your money and they're making you pay for the billionaires. Bullshit. And they keep your fucking state in, in, in uh, poverty and squalor year after decade after decade. You look at Alabama, Mississippi, Louisiana, even Texas to a certain extent. Like these are cities, think about it, these are states that have been run by red politicians for decades and yet they've got the people of those states convinced that every problem that they have is because of the the, the people who are on the blue side yeah it's, all, it's all while those red states uh especially the poor red states like <coughs> arkansas mississippi yes uh alabama Louisiana. all being subsidized by yes. uh the money-making coastal blue states or yep. e you know even big cities you know, like Dallas yep. or Chicago or, yep. uh, or Philadelphia or, or yeah, New I, Orleans keeps this keeps Louisiana keep, keeps Louisiana running. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, it, it, it is overwhelmingly dumb to vote against your own self-interest. It is. Uh, but you don't have to take an IQ test to vote. <laughs> and you know what? I'm okay with that. I'm okay with that to a degree because nah, we know what know we know what that was like 
a few decades ago when they had when we had to take some tests. No, you're right. <laughs> so I, I don't want to jump back into that. I'm just saying, y'all are just dumb. Y'all are just yeah. dumb. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I, I mean, that's the overarching theme of this show is that uh, y'all just dumb. <laughs> not, not of course, the fantastic listeners to uh, friend of the show. No, you all are intelligent. Yes. Uh, attractive. In- interested in discourse. You smell fantastic, all of you, <laughs> all of you. Very pleasing to the eyes yeah. and to the nose. And we hope that this podcast is pleasing to your ears. Make sure you follow us on all the socials and you can email us too. Uh, tell us how we smell. It's yeah. uh, quality, <laughs> qualityhangpod@gmail.com. Uh, my brother, uh, it's good to get back in the saddle with you, my man. Let's yeah. have a great year. How about Yes, you? let's do it. And we shall do that. Everyone, happy new year to all of you. And remember, be good. Be good at it. See you.